Good morning, my friends. Welcome to Moneyball Minute. My name is Kirk Henderson, Editor-in-Chief of MavsMoneyBall.com. You are joining me on Tuesday morning, June 21st. Thank you for sharing part of your day with me. To kick things off, uh, (laughs) because Kyrie Irving just can't stay out of the news cycle, uh, it was reported by Sham Sharania yesterday that they're basically at an impasse in terms of what to do with him up there in Brooklyn. And there's been, you know, basically a day full of, well, what does this mean? Where could he go? Yada, yada. Just the most frustrating elements of uh, the NBA discourse that I particularly hate. But uh, StatMuse, the really entertaining uh, stat-based Twitter account, had this to say. Duos that have played more games together than Durant and Kyrie. LeBron and Shaq played 53 games. Nash and Kobe played 48 games. Rashid and Iverson also played 48 games. Hakeem and Vince played 47 games. Dirk and Rondo played 45 games together, which is more than what uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant have played together. That is wild to me. Now on to some more Mavs-specific stuff. Uh, On Monday afternoon, the NBA finally announced the Summer League schedule. Uh, The Dallas Mavericks will be guaranteed at least four games. All four games will be on television in some form or another, and most of them should be watchable, at least time-wise, for Mavs fans. Um, They play the Bulls on Friday, July 8th at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on ESPNU. They play the Utah Jazz on the 11th at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on NBA TV, so most people will be able to watch that. Um, The Phoenix Suns uh, on the next day, July 12th, also at 9 p.m., this time on ESPN2, and Milwaukee Bucks on July 14th at 6 p.m. For those of you who have not really paid too much attention to Summer League before, the Mavericks just... They don't really have a team that, that requires paying too much attention to Summer League, particularly now that they've moved their draft pick for Christian Wood, unless they buy into the second round and end up with somebody. The only real player that I could see uh, from the, the previous year's team getting some minutes is Theo Pinson, uh, just because they might want to get him some run. So we'll see about that. That could be interesting. There's... Um, you know, there was a talk, sir, what was the gentleman's name? There was, um, one, this is just great audio. I can't find it in all of my open, uh, channels. There was JD Shaw reported on there being a bunch of guys that are participating in a, um, kind of free agent mini camp this week. Uh, apparently 30 people are attending according to Shaw. Some of those players include, um, A.J. Lawson, Chris Clemson, Grant Riller, Isaiah Brown, Jay Huff, Justin Gorham, Langston Galloway, and a few other people. I mean, it's largely names that you do not know unless you are a hard, hardcore NBA fan. So it seems like a little bit of a uh, summer league tryout in effect. So we'll see what happens there. Um, As we all know, the draft is a little later this week, so the summer league roster should shake itself out probably by... The middle of next week because Summer League starts uh, two weeks from Thursday on July 7th and it's about 10 days long. Um, the next piece I wanted to point out to you was Luke Askew's piece, uh, Three Things the Dallas Mavericks Can Learn from the 2022 NBA Finals. Um, it's a, you know, it's a short piece, but it's a good piece about not, 
you know, the, the main takeaways that we Mavs fans and the Mavericks themselves can, you know, take away from watching what the Warriors were able to do to the Celtics, even though the Mavericks made the Western Conference Finals, I think we'd all agree that the Mavericks are still pretty far away. Uh, the Christian Wood signing is one of many pieces that the Mavericks are probably going to have to retune to figure out what they have. Um, so yeah, and again, both of these pieces are in the notes. I recommend clicking them and going and taking a look. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, then friend of the show, Mark Stein, made note in his newsletter, his Substack, which you should subscribe to, that uh, according to a source, the trade for Christian Wood makes it far less likely that they will the Mavericks will utilize the trade exception at their disposal, which expires a week from yesterday on June 27th. Uh, it's the one that they created uh, by uh, by trading Josh Richardson to Boston last year. Um, the main reason they're not they're not going to use it is seems to be primarily cost based because if they're going to have to re-sign Jalen Brunson and they're going to go over the luxury tax uh, line, they're going far far over the luxury tax line, which means each dollar over it gets exponentially more expensive for the Mavericks to consider uh, bringing on more salary. So. The, you know, unless there's a deal pops up with one of the few players that could fit inside the trade exception, it's probably going to expire. Don't let that get you too mad, though, because trade exceptions rarely actually get used. Last but not least, I want to point you to friend of the show and one time as Moneyball contributor is Talk Franco wrote another piece for D Magazine. It is a deep dive into Christian Wood. Really enjoy it because I always like it when his talk writes. Uh, lots of fun graphs, if that's your sort of thing. Uh, he notes that, that Wood helps a few things while not helping other things at all, which is about the consensus, but considering what the Mavericks sent away, opened up some roster spots, got the 26th draft pick, uh, for the 26th draft draft pick, it's a pretty good deal. All right, guys, I want you all to enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, and we will talk with you a little later in the week. I may have a Spotify live show today. I'm not sure. I'm also working on a couple of different interviews. So, all right. Thanks for uh, stopping by, and we will talk soon.